What the frick is up, breakfast ballers? Wow, that was a hot, hot intro. I've been getting confused on the podcast lately, uh, the one we post on Facebook, because Mitch calls us the breakfast ballers and then the double bogey boys in like sequential sentences. I don't know about Mitch. Him and grammar and words are tough. Yeah, Mitch needs to get hooked on phonics. (laughs) We all got each other Christmas presents. We didn't get anything for Mitch. No, we should have got him hooked on phonics, or we should have just sent him back to school. Yeah, he's in the school of hard knocks now. They fight that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. Uh, is there a part of the ACT that is like spelling? There is a writing portion and an English portion. There's yes. reading and writing. Yeah. What if they had a and arithmetic? What if they had a spelling bee on the on the ACT? How Which would you do part? that on a written test, though? Um, well, that part of the section that everyone takes—that's <laughs> every, a good question. No, everyone takes that section at the same time, and you have someone up front that is giving uh, the origin. Uh, can you please use this in a sentence? Uh, can you repeat the word one more time? All that kind of stuff. And then you just you have to write it out. That makes sense, I guess. Are you a good speller or are you just talking shit to talk shit? Um, let's see. This was elementary school, which was through fifth grade. I want to say fourth or fifth grade. I I got knocked out in the second round. So Ooh. not great. So I Oof. think it was uh God, it was exer- exercise. Was exercise the word? Maybe put like an S I S E instead of a C I S E. Mm-hmm. I don't know. February. February. Ironic considering who you grew up to become. An exerciser. Yeah. Yeah. E-X-E-R-C-I-S-E-R. Um, anyway, Tyler, I went to the simulator by myself yesterday. I'm officially becoming that guy. That's sad. Um, let me in tell the middle you. of a blizzard, too? Yeah. Yeah. In the middle, I mean, Matt, I drive a pickup. I can yeah, get Yeah. How'd you get here this yeah. morning? Uh, I got a ride by someone. What happened pickup. to said pickup? It didn't start. Mm. Yeah. So... Mm. Uh, we gotta sell a couple more T-shirts because I I got I need to get hey, a new vehicle. Why don't you try to sell your dead truck on this podcast again? <laughs> it is a 2011 GMC. <laughs> Here we go. Um, there's a little bit of, of North Dakota rust on the back, uh, the back wheel wells. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be here. an honest salesman here. Well, th- at least they, if they can come look at it, if I can get face to face, I'll sell it in person. Um, hundred ninety thousand miles. Give or take great 30,000. But you have to give it to me. For 2011, the inside of that truck is a great looking truck. It is. Ryan is very anal retentive about the inside of his truck. I mean, I just have to wipe it down once and it looks brand new on the inside. Yep. Um, and Smells brand new. He's got the new car air freshener up in the, the dash. Yeah, well, not. I, I don't know. I don't. It mm. doesn't smell like a new okay. car air freshener. Uh, but whenever we go somewhere, like you, me, my, whenever there's a group of people, we always have to take, <laughs> take my truck, truck. Because God forbid... <laughs> Miles or Tyler cleans out their back seat so someone else can can sit in it. Yeah, well, that's kind of the move. I don't want to drive. Why? I don't want you to. You like driving. Uh, by myself. I like driving because then I'm in control of the situation. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, Sometimes I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I'm really? Like, I don't want to drive. Like you, when we were at the waste management, I'm like, get I, me in the driver's seat. Don't anyone dare sit in that seat. Yeah, and we were all perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, did you trust me the whole time? I didn't really even think about it. There okay. were a couple turns there you were, took that I was grabbing the oh shit handle. Yeah, you are you are ballsy. You are in a hurry when you don't need to be in a hurry. Well, you got to be aggressive sometimes. <laughs> That's the thing. Like in those bigger <laughs> cities, you have to be an offensive driver instead of defensive. Yeah, but- well, like offense heavy. Uh, West Phillips, Minnesota Vikings, OC, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. let's go. 
Good job. New OC for the Vikes. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be offensive heavy in those bigger cities. With a yeah, little Ryan, bit of defense almost, sprinkled in. You you took a left turn in front of one car at one point that was 25 yards away from us. Yeah, if the car 25 sk- yards after I after I passed no. it. No, yes. if the car had skipped or anything like that, we would have been We would have fucking died. Yeah. What do you mean skipped? Like, like I don't if know. If you'd have burnt out? Yeah. At the beginning of that turn, we'd have been fucked. You executed it perfectly, so bravo yes. to you yes. for that. We but are here. If there was any you had no room for error. Is what I'm saying. And there was no error. Exactly. Correct. But I'm saying yes. you are operating with people's lives in your hands. And I would do everything in my power to keep you guys safe. Because <laughs> then you wouldn't except, take yeah, that except, turn. except for wait 10 seconds for that car to pass so we could have turned out. No, but I, I knew that there, there was a window that I had to take. And also, my life is on the line, correct? Yeah, you're the, probably the safest one in that situation if you're turning yeah, left. Yeah, you turned and just threw me and Mitch to that car. Everybody on the passenger side's life was <laughs> severely at risk. Well, I don't know if I should apologize or just say like, uh, you just I shit my pants, okay, is what we're getting at, okay. Just buy him a new pair of trousers. We'll yeah. call it even. And there's my good underwear. Now I'm only down to three pairs, and I'm gonna need a new pair because of you. <laughs> That's I I don't know what to say about that take. Um, but yes, my truck didn't start this morning, so. Now, not only did I buy new golf clubs, I'm going to have to sell those things. Just mm-hmm. put a down payment down on this new pickup. It's too, not going to be new either. I'll buy used. Too whatever. bad you sold your old clubs to Matt, so you can't like even just get your old clubs ready to go. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, a little uh, too I'll excited. Sell you, I'll sell you my new ones. How much? <laughs> no, you won't. Because I know they're used now. Yeah. It's just they're, like they're, no, they're lightly used. No, it's just like when you drive a car off the lot, that yep. it loses no. so much value. Depreciates golf clubs immediately. don't. Yeah, they do. Not that quick. In my book. Mr. I've golfed eight times in my entire life. Now think that thinks that you know the depreciation of golf clubs. Hey, he's got Ryan, more than that. Ryan, I don't think you understand leverage. I have the leverage right <laughs> now in this transaction. I have the I've already gotten you to purchase something from me. Yeah. So and I know I so, but I, I also already, know you need now you need to make this transaction so you can afford to come to work in the morning. I'll just walk. I'll oh, walk. Then. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I will. It's negative twenty-five. Well, if you tell me I won't walk, then I I just absolutely uh, you won't will. walk to work tomorrow. Yeah, I absolutely won't. Uh, you won't put it on the story for the whole walk. I just told you I absolutely won't. Damn. So, um, It'd all right. Speaking of driving and road trips, I went to Deadwood, South Dakota last weekend. How was it? Phenomenal weekend. Sports books, uh, in multiple casinos down there now, which is electric. Uh, just posting up in front of a bunch of TV. There's something about being in front of multiple TVs that just makes a guy feel good. I would agree. It's I don't know what it is. And here's the thing. I've been to multiple sports sports books in my life, and I have never placed a bet on one of the kiosks. Really? Yeah. Do you just use your phone? Pretty much. You're that lazy. No, I'm not late. <laughs> no, I'm not lazy. I'm more so intimidated. Just go up to them and tell because them what I you d- want to bet. No, they're they're just key. They're electronic kiosks. Oh, gotcha. I do not. I don't know how. Does the technology scare you? No, I just don't want to. I just feeling, don't want to f anything up. Are you feeling your age? The all the flashing lights and like the buttons. I've I've been there. I I skip kiosks sometimes because I think I can't figure it out. Um, 
We got to get you guys to McDonald's to practice. I just going to say, question. when I go to McDonald's and they have the kiosk, I am ordering at the front. Yeah, I would, it's it's so much easier just to order face to face. Yeah. You guys are, um, your age is showing right now. <laughs> you can't deny that. This Matt. is the Breakfast Boomers podcast. <laughs> you can't deny that it's easier to just tell somebody what you want and have them do the work. But it's not the way the world is trending towards. I get that. I We're get not that. willing guys, to change. You guys Matt. are going to get left behind. I get that. What do you think? What do you think the, the next technological innovation is for the sport of golf? Oh, it's meta golf. We've talked about it. Meta golf? Yeah. In the metaverse? Yep. So, like, you're wearing the VR headset and you're playing. Yep. It's like when uh, during the height of COVID and all the NASCAR racers did a simulator race. That's what's going to happen. This is going to be simulating golf tournaments. The meta tour. See, I could yep. see that, but. It's the same as hitting on a simulator. Like I can hit 10 balls in a row that are straight as an arrow. And on the course, I can hit 10 balls uh, every three rounds that are straight as an arrow. So there's nothing like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, wood bat versus aluminum bat. Like wood bat is you're a true hitter if you can hit with a wood bat mm-hmm. because there's a lot less forgiveness in it. Now with the meta golf, I don't believe that you are going to, I think you're going to see a lot lower scores. What do you think the gimme range is in meta golf? None. There's no <laughs> gimme range, uh, but in but in 20 years, by the time a, a, a real meta tour would even be a thing, the technology will be there to where it is almost simulating real life. Yeah, like so. you will have a club in your hand that just looks like a club, but is connected to this system. Sure, I I'm into that. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. I don't. And also, I don't know why you guys think I'm so technologically like unsavvy. Declined. Yeah. Well, you yeah. just admitted that you are scared of the kiosk of Bohe. So but, did I. But here's the thing. I, I already know the process to do it just as easy on my phone. Okay. <laughs> That's like the exact so again, same argument my dad as, makes. It's the same argument as McDonald's. It's like, hey, I'm still using my cell phone, which is a, a, it's a piece of technology, right? Yeah. So... What, like, why do, do you have I to need- put your reader glasses on before you place your bets? <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know why you're doing this. Now you're just trying to get no, me fired up. You do this to me all the time. You say I'm, I'm scared of change. I'm an old grump, and you're doing the same thing. But there's really no change that needs to happen. Yeah, there's a kiosk. You're scared of it. You don't want to go up to it's it. Part it's part of the different. experience. Part of the experience is sitting in, sitting in front of 50 TVs in a lounger where drinks are just being fed to you. And cheering with other people as if you're at a live sporting event. Yeah, and then taking a bathroom break and hitting up the kiosk to drop some bets at halftime. Or I could just sit in my chair the whole entire time and place all those bets without having to get up. Yeah, well, I'm just so saying. So I am man, working smarter and you aren't working harder. I'm a big fan of doing things the way that the facility intends it to be done. And I think that's the kiosk. Fucking sheep. A little bit. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> There's got to be an example of you not doing that somewhere. I'm sure you could find one if you dug it deep enough, but are you going to be able to do that live on the air here? I'm thinking. Okay. Give me a second. All right, I will. <laughs> are, is maybe the reason you're not you're not going to the cast because you're a little embarrassed about the bets you're placing and you don't want someone looking over your shoulder while you're placing the bets? No, if anyone's yeah, going to be embarrassed. hand over his yeah. phone. It's <laughs> anyone, if anyone's going to be embarrassed, it's goose egg gambling that are placing $2 <laughs> bets one time a week. Not sure. Won $500 last Sunday. Try so, again, though. Yeah, but you place you place a bet on the Rams to win the Super Bowl, which is plus three hundred. Pretty smart move, huh? So I mean, that's like, uh, hey, it's just like did you uh, do that preseason. I did that in June. It's Damn. a hail, it's a hail mary, essentially. No, I knew exactly what was going down. You want to know the Super Bowl that champion this next year? I'll tell you right Ooh. now, Ravens. 
That's false. Shut okay, up. we'll see. Oh, because they're gonna get Antonio Brown. No, why would they have? You they literally, have... that was part of your argument last time you told me that. Ryan's a big fan of your podcast. He yeah, apparently. Thanks, time. man. I really appreciate. That. I mean, yeah, I support you because you're a part of the brand. But no, I don't. I don't think Antonio Brown's going to the Ravens at all. I just think they're gonna get a lot healthier. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're gonna be eating a lot of fruits and veggies in this off season. Yeah, getting, uh, probably uh, putting in a lot of sprint work. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll book, book break this right now. I'll put a hundred on the Ravens not winning the Super Bowl right now, and That's, then we and then I can look be back like to win eight bucks. No, I will bet Matt a hundred dollars. The straight the Ravens just, just for you versus just you me. and me. I gotta see how training camp goes. No, exactly, down. those see, odds are that so last year. Last year they had thirty people get hurt during training camp. That's it obviously gonna change things. It yes, it yes it does. Well, they're gonna be eating fruits and veggies in the off season though. That's true. They're, they're going to do, so do their healthier. exercise. Their e x e r c i s e. They're going to be taking. They're going to be taking so many shots of apple cider vinegar before <laughs> practice. All the vitamin D gummies. Fuck Gatorade. Sold they, out have the kombucha. they have kombucha. They have kombucha. A kombucha jug. <laughs> uh, and next Super Bowl is like, what color is the kombucha going to be? <laughs> because the Ravens are playing in it. My, I, is there a different color of kombucha? Hundred dollars right now. I got to see how training camp works. Exactly. The Scott. There's so exactly. much time into. Oh my god. So you can't say that they're going to... No matter what. But I did this last year and it worked. Ryan, he'll take the bet right now if you place it on a kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> place it. Place, Deal. Place, all right. Go figure out a kiosk. Deal. All right. Okay. Okay, so it's said $100, Ravens not winning the Super Bowl. Welcome back to the Double Bogey yeah, Show. Yeah, for presented real. Presented by DraftKings. We're back. Hot fucking start. Um, Matt, oh! Matt and Ryan did not fight in phoenix like they said they were gonna so um there's a lot of tension they were supposed to get it out in phoenix when they were supposed to have a, a bare knuckle brawl yeah um on the last night of the trip didn't happen you know what happened and instead? you can tell the kid cuddy started playing and i just <laughs> all my violence came flowing out of my body well it's because i also beat him to work this morning too so mm. he's upset about that you beat me by two minutes i was also wait he was here before you else. Yeah, he was just sitting downstairs while you Jeez. were sitting I've up been, here. You were both I, 20 minutes late. I've been, before, I've been here before him for the last eight days straight. You weren't here Thursday or Friday. That's okay. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but you also haven't been here for the last 52 Fridays. That's not true. I haven't worked here the last 52 Fridays. Well, Thursdays and Fridays. Um, okay. Well, what, do you, what should we talk about? Uh, so, golf. <laughs> we are going to talk about golf at some point in this podcast. Here's what I was getting to, Tyler. Uh, I did took a I, I took a road trip to Deadwood, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Sports books were amazing, uh, but you know the thing about the sports book was I didn't want to place a bet on the kiosk. Correct, we know. Oh, we talked about that already. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we had the golf tournament plugged in on the ox cord for essentially the whole entire ride back, whole entire ride down, and whole entire ride back. So I watched a lot of the Genesis Invitational this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joaquin Neiman. Wire to wire winner, leader after day one, leader after day four. Um, but what amazed me the most, and it might be the course, it might be the conditions, I don't know, but the amount of shitty shots that these guys took was unbelievable. Where is this tournament at? It is in California. Okay. Um, it's at the Riviera Golf Course. Okay. Somewhere in California. Um, but it made me feel better as the type of golfer that I am. Very subpar, I yeah, would say. I love when pros fuck up. But here's what they do good. They scramble out of these shots mm-hmm. immediately. They'll put one in the deep rough, uh, you know, 280-yard drive, deep rough with a sand trap in front of the green, and they'll stick it on the green. Yep. So that's, that is the difference. They're hitting greens in regulation 
at least every other hole. Well, here's the thing with us. It doesn't matter if we hit a good drive. There's just still a chance we duff our second shot, regardless yeah. if it's in deep rough or 10 yards from the green in the middle of the fairway. Well, we still have the opportunity. We might duff it still. Yeah. There's no guarantee. At our level, there's no way you can pipe a 300-yard drive and then make a good chip after that. Right. There's 0% chance. It's like you use all your luck up smashing that drive into the middle of the fairway. It is almost a guarantee yeah. that your next shot will be a little dinky duff that rolls up to the fringe. Well, and here's the thing. If your driver's on that day, your wedges are going to be mm-hmm. off or your irons are going to be off. If your irons are on, your putting's going to be off. So there's always something that is going wrong, which I... If you, had to, if you had to pick one thing to be off for you consistently and the rest is on, what are you picking? One thing to be on, one thing to be off? No, if everything's on, pick one thing to be off. Because those are the good days. One thing to one be thing's off. off. I would say my irons to be off mm. so that my, my tee shots, my wedges, and my putting is on. I was going to say just recovery shots because if everything else is on, I won't have to make many. That is true. That is true. But then a recovery shot in our book becomes a 100-yard chip from the fairway. Yeah. Like, we got to scramble our way out of that. Yeah. Um, The big talk about, uh, not about this tournament, but around this tournament was, so Tiger was the host of this tournament. Oh, cool. And I, I don't know exactly what the host was. I think he just kind of mills around. Shows up. He's like, hey, good luck. Smokes and jokes with people. Mm-hmm. Does all that kind of stuff. But... The big talk was the Saudi Golf League, the SGL, the Super Golf League. And if you if if you have if you're in the golf world and you haven't heard anything about the Saudi Golf League, now is your time to just dive deep into it. And we're gonna do a little bit of that today uh, because it's very interesting in the fact that it's very comparable to the XFL to the NFL. There's this new league popping up. Yeah, first just explain what this SGL even is. So the Saudi Golf League is obviously, as many of you may know, there's a lot of money in Saudi Arabia, oil money. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's also a lot of bad things going on in Saudi Arabia. It's not like you're, it's not like the most idealistic place to live. Um, But they have a lot of money to throw around on big buildings and the Saudi Golf League, stuff like that. So they are putting up tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to these golfers to jump ship from the PGA over to the Saudi golf league. And they're basically calling it a super league Mm -hmm. now before. uh, And the reason I bring up the Genesis invitational is because a lot of the top golfers made their statements in between rounds on the Saudi golf league at this tournament last weekend. Now the premise behind the Saudi golf league from what I've read now, Take this with a grain of salt because I say a lot of untrue f- things on this podcast, not willingly. Is 40 golfers, 10 to 12 tournaments a year. And God, it's 40 golfers, 10 to 12 tournaments a year. And I believe they're also still able to golf in like the US Open, the PGA Championship, and all this kind of stuff. But with those stipulations, you're obviously jumping ship to a brand new league is the PGA going to allow you to come play in the PGA Championship, the U.S. Open, all that kind of stuff, if you're going to jump ship for the money? I doubt it because the PGA hates the SGL. Well, the SGL, here's the thing. The SGL is not even a thing yet. Yeah, the, so what happens if none of these 
PGA players jump ship? I don't know. I don't think, but they just, it's dead in the water. So here's my theory. There's like the European golf league. There's like, there's, there are different leagues out there. European golf league might be considered like the CFL to the NFL, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But the Saudi golf league is now the XFL to the NFL just for easier reference. Um, And the Saudi golf league also said that they were not going to make any formal announcements on the league until they had 20 players that were fully committed contracts signed to come play in that league. Yeah, which sounds like they don't have shit. Which now, after last weekend's tournament and all these pro golfers giving their giving their take on the league, um, God, who did it start with? Who basically uh, pledged their allegiance to the PGA? I can't remember. Dustin. Uh, I, but I think there was someone before DJ. Um, so was- oh, I think it was like Murakawa and guys like that who basically said, "I like we're out on this thing. My allegiance is to the PGA." I'm staying in the PGA. I'm not chasing the money. Murakawa is 24 years old. Like if they offer him $100 million, he could he could make that in brand deals. He could make that in the next 10 years playing in the PGA, which seems to be a good place to play. It's pretty lucrative for him. Until Phil Mickelson steps in. Yeah. Phil, not a happy camper. Uh, not a happy camper with the PGA. Yeah, not in general now. But, uh, my theory behind it is... Phil Mickelson came out with a statement. Tyler, do you have the statement with you? Um, I have a Spark Notes version of the statement. Just kind of give us a quick recap of what Phil came out and said. So Phil talking about the Saudi Golf League, obviously. He said, the Saudis are scary MFers with a record of human right abuses. Yep. So like they've done some bad shit as far as human rights. But then he said that he was still willing to work with them. Because he wants this league to leverage the PGA to get their shit together. Yes. Um, so basically, Phil was saying he's sacrificing the immorality of these guys, and he'll work with them despite how shitty they are. Yeah. Because the PGA is being shitty, too. But I think the big uproar around Phil is the the shittiness of the PGA is just greed. The shittiness of the Saudi are murder. <laughs> Hmm, greed and murder. Uh, uh, let's see. Put them on a teeter-totter. I think greed is going to leverage its way to the top. Yeah, so Phil's biggest complaint with the PGA is their media rights. So, like, Phil does not have access or even the rights to his own golf shots. He said there's been multiple instances where he's had to pay upwards of a million dollars to get the rights to video of his own shots. And he thinks that that's absolute hot garbage. Like in the match, like he's been in five of the matches. He has to pay a shit ton of money to get any sort of access to that footage. Interesting. Uh, and that's that's what's bugging him the most with the PGA is because, yeah, they pay their players well, but everything else, they're strong-armed. They own everything about the players, essentially. So the PGA could essentially NFT all these top players' golf shots. Potentially. How much would you guys pay for video of some of your shots? Is there a certain shot that you've hit that's so good that you would pay money to have the video of? Yes. So here's yes, there is. Yeah, here's Phil's quote on the PGA owning his shit. He's like, for me personally, it's not enough that they are sitting on hundreds of millions of digital moments. They also have access to my shots that I don't have. They also charge companies to use the shots that I have hit. And when I did the match, there have been five of them. The tour forced me to pay them $1 million each time for my own media rights. That type of greed to me is beyond obnoxious. 
So not only are they he charging... makes a great point. Yes, not only are they charging Phil for his own shots, they're making money off of every one of Phil's shots that other companies, like Golf Digest, probably yep. wants to use, right? Which I understand that. That's how leagues work. The NFL does the same fucking thing. They okay. sell highlights to ESPN and so on and so forth. They have a contract for this type of shit. Okay. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Phil is kind of being like us. He's being a grumpy old man. Like you can. Phil you, is not using the kiosks for sure. Not a chance. <laughs> God, just fucking hilarious. fight already, you two. After this, we will. It'll be a storyline. We're gonna stream it. Um, okay, so here's my take on it, Tyler. Phil's 50 years old, 51 years old. Um, and he, there, there's definitely a separation in age between Phil and the all the guys who said their allegiance is to the PGA. Mm-hmm. Murakawa, John Rom, DJ. Even Tiger came out and said his allegiances to the PGA. Yeah, so the three people that they thought were act the three superstars they thought might actually go to the SGL were Bryson, he's out, Phil, and Dustin, and all all Dustin and and uh, Bryson are out. Yep. Uh, Dustin straight up was like, "Nah, fuck them. I'm staying at the PGA." And then Bryson kind of like half-assed it. He's like. I'm going to play where the best golfers in the yeah. world are. So yeah. that's the PGA right now. He kept the door open for sure. Yep. 100% cuz he got offered 135 million. Yeah. To go play. That's so much money. Well, and it's kind of like it's kind of like these these celebrity boxing matches, right? No one the the amount of money that is guaranteed in air quotes is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people getting paid that money is slim to none. Yeah. I get there's a lot of oil money in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia but is that money actually going to get paid out? Well, I we might never know because it might not even this, become a thing. This league's not happening. So you could say in it, it would have been different if Tiger was like open to the Saudi Golf League because then you see that you see the generation gap between guys like uh, John Rahm and Murakawa to Tiger and Phil. But how long? How much longer do people want to watch Tiger and Phil? If just Tiger and Phil were on the SGL's side. I'm still going to watch the PGA because yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're great. They are the history of golf. I'm over them. Yeah, we've got new favorite golfers. They don't have a shelf life anymore. I agree. Um, and with that generational gap, these guys like Phil and then Ian Poulter, who we've never talked about, also old guy, old guy. Looks Ian like Pol- Matt. I believe Ian Poulter has won one tournament in the last nine years. Mm. Um, so they're chasing that bag for sure. Yeah. They're going to milk the end of their career for as much as they can. And that's why older guys like them are a little bit more open to this new golf league because of the guaranteed money that's on the table. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just don't think the guaranteed money is great. It's just not going to happen. So they're not going to get 20 people to jump ship. Well, and the Saudi Golf League could become a thing without all these professional guys, mm-hmm. but it's gonna just going to become another XFL mm-hmm. of like, you know, you're going to change the rules up a little bit, which they have. Um, you're going to offer these guys a shit ton of money, maybe pay them, maybe not, but nobody's going to watch it. Right. I'm not. I might watch the first one. Everyone does. Yep. There's this new, something new everyone jumps on board with right away, and then I feel like they fall off a little bit later. I'll be watching the USFL. I won't be. I'll watch it week one for sure, without a doubt. And then that'll decide if I watch week two. I'll maybe watch it for a quarter. I don't know. It's just yeah. like, who who in the US USFL is there that's exciting? I don't know, Matt. Do you know? I don't think there's anyone right now. They got a... Jamarcus all, Russell? No. he. I don't even know what he does. <laughs> Kurt Warner? No, he should be. But 
Now, all these leagues require a star. It's all about the personalities. And if you can't get a star, you don't stand a chance. Well, Phil was going to be their star. Exactly. And now the golf world is outraged at Phil. Yeah, Phil, he's, he is the type of guy, though, that can hold his own. Yeah, he's not going to back down. Because he's, he, he's a U.S. Open champ. I'm, af- I'm afraid that Phil is just going to keep digging himself a hole. Yeah, which I think is fine. Um, I, I feel like Phil's got some greed to him. I don't feel like Phil is the nicest guy, the nice guy on camera like he is off camera. Yeah, didn't you say you had a buddy that said he was a dick? I did, yep. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see where this thing goes. It's been interesting though because golf headlines are unbeatable right now. Like anytime I see a golf article, it's on the Saudi Golf League and I'm going to read it because there's always new information coming out. There's always a new player that's pledges, his, pledging his allegiance one way or another. Um, golf needs shit like this. And who knows? Maybe the PGA will start to change things. But I highly doubt that if things are falling off as quick as they are with the current situation. If if you're the PGA, are you doubling down on your shit? Be like, we're not changing a fucking thing. Try to leave if you want. Good luck. Or are they like, hey, guys, you should probably stay. We'll change a little bit for you. I think it depends on how threatened they actually feel. I don't think they feel threatened at all. To exactly. Be Especially now that all these golfers, I think the 99% of the majority have come out and said they're sticking with the PGA. And the Saudi Golf League has contacted almost every player in the top 100. With how many pledges? Um, zero. As, as far as I know. And who knows? Maybe maybe there could just be like a Saudi open where they just have like their own tournament. That's like the, you know, a lot of these tournaments pay out anywhere from like six to $10 million to the winners. Maybe they're going to have their own tournament where they pay out a hundred million dollars to the top X number of place finishers. Yeah. You know, Um, you were talking about how Phil's a little bit greedy. Yeah. Uh, The last quote in this article that I'm reading right now is from Brooksy. Just toss and shade at Phil. Let's hear it. Um, he's talking about the comments that Phil made about the PGA's greed and whatnot. Um, he said, I don't know if I was Phil, if I'd be using the word greedy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. He, I don't, he's not the guy that people think he is. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of why he's not. Now, it'd be a different story. Okay, so I, I always look at Tiger and his legacy. If Tiger were to jump ship, his legacy is is not what it should be after he retires. If he goes to the SGL? Correct. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anybody that has committed to the SGL. I don't think there has been. I haven't heard of anyone. This, the tournament this last weekend, like almost every single player had talked about it at some point. Yeah, it is. Everything that I see is commits to PGA, commits to PGA, commits to PGA. It also just kind of shows you what type of people are running the PGA. I, I think it's a lot like, uh, it's a lot of the people who have like really pressed in the rules of golf that mm-hmm. a lot of people get intimidated by over the last 50 years, which I feel like now golf is becoming a sport where it's not nearly as timid as intimidating as it used to be. And people are a lot more willing to open up and go actually get out on the course and try it mm-hmm. because paid, especially pages like us, we are exemplifying that. <clears throat> hey, you can go on the course, you can drink 15 beers, you can lose 15 balls 
you can fucking keep any type of score you want. You can literally do anything, and that's your round for the day. And it's still fun. It's a blast. It's going to cost you a little, little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Unless just... Unless you win it all back from your friends. Yeah, anything fun is going to cost you money in life. Um, but I think the picture of golf, let's just say 10 years ago, was something of like the country club snob. Yeah, and will. I think the Saudi League would have actually made that worse. It would have just been a different kind of, kind of snob. Yeah, it would have been rich billionaire slob snobs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think that hole in one at 16th on waste management with all the beers being thrown that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago? I don't think. No, they would no. have freaked out, but no one would have thrown beers. Justin Thomas isn't drinking a beer on the first tee box at the Ryder Cup 10 years ago. No chance. Which the only person 10 years ago that was doing any of this stuff that we want to see was John Daly. It took John Daly a long time to get his point across, but I think he finally got he, it. He did it. He walked so that we could run. Mm-hmm. And I love John Daly for that fact. Thank you. He's our he is our uh He's our knight in shining armor. He's our Moses leading us through the desert. And what He bu- was a hero that golf needed, mm-hmm. even though it didn't deserve. Yes. He's gotta play again. He's gotta get out on the just, course again. He's just gonna be playing in the PNC and that's it. Which is fine. Yep. I mean, I still like watching him there. <laughs> I could see him actually going to the Saudi League. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And just getting a fat bag and just yeah. uh, basically signing a contract that says, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can drive a cart on this course. I can smoke cigs on the tee box. Mm-hmm. And I can have a uh, whiskey Coke at any point. In that he literally round. just sits down on the grass next to his yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, has he been in a match yet? No. Why not? That's a good question. Who would you even pair him with? Like Gronk? Can you imagine? That would be if it was Gronk and John Daly. That who, course would not survive. No. Who would be the perfect teammate for John Daly in the match? Well, it depends. Do you want to go someone similar to him or do you want to go that yin and yang route? I want to go someone similar to him because then mm-hmm. the the cohesion between those two is gonna win them regardless. You gotta get him with the Nelk boys. That's my first thought. <laughs> Shut up. You uh, gotta get him with Steve will do it. <laughs> No. They go. <laughs> um, no, I would actually, I would rather have someone be the opposite with him because I think that would be hilarious to watch their like him and Daniel Day Lewis or Anderson Cooper or something like yeah. that. <laughs> too old. I'm thinking like someone super straight laced by the book, like Russell Wilson. That would yeah. be hilarious. That would be a good one. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim yeah. Tebow Te- and John Daly. I think that would be good. I would. Yeah, I think it's better with the yin and yang. Like to yeah. hear someone like cringe when he's cussing on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. Like that. It's like, oh, no, 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 John. John, don't say that. Fuck, that would be electric. Tim Tebow's got to be a good golfer, right? I mean, he's a freak athlete. So yeah, he, he can play be. baseball. He can play football. I've seen videos of him just smashing drives. I don't know if he has any touch at all, but. That's where John comes in. You exactly. Know, you know who can smash drives? Who's that? Baseball player. Barry Bonds? Mike Trout. Really? I remember, believe that. You remember seeing that video of him at Top Golf just absolutely sending one into oblivion? I did not see that one. It's it's unbelievable. I thought baseball players try not to play golf because it fucks with their swing. <laughs> That's what they say. Mm. I don't know. Um, I was a pitcher, so I could you didn't have to play hit. as much fucking golf as I wanted to. Mm. I do remember when I first started getting into golf, though, was in college. Uh, I would golf maybe like two or three times a year, but it was always like an event. Me and my buddies would go out and just play a quick round. My buddies were position players. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't know why people say that. Why do people say that if you're if you're a hitter, you shouldn't golf? I don't fucking know. I didn't play baseball. Probably because it's like the the swing translates over into like you trying to hit bombs. Maybe. 
I don't know. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, You're the it, baseball is it guy. Worse for your baseball game you. or your golf game? I just kind of figured it'd be like the swing mechanics are different and it just gets in your head. But I don't go to a different sport and try and replicate like the same. Yeah. Like if I'm playing basketball, I'm not trying to think of like I don't my know. golf swing at all. Yeah, I guess. Um, wild guess. No idea if this is accurate or not. But I think it, it maybe it has something to do with muscle memory. You Could swing be. a golf club enough times, and then that muscle memory starts to leak into your baseball swing. Yeah. You start popping up a bunch. And you can definitely, you can spot a baseball player on the golf course. Yeah. They, like, at the snap of a finger. They hit a fade that's 16 fairways over. Yes, correct. Which plays into a good baseball swing, but yeah. not into a golf swing. You know what? I think that's why I've been screwed in the game of golf. That's why I keep slicing the balls, because I used to play baseball. You have too you much didn't baseball hit. in your DNA. I hit all the way through high school. And yeah, part that, of college. That's like 10 years ago. That, yeah, that's a while for you. I don't know if you could use it as an excuse. Yeah, your 10-year reunion this coming up this year? I had it last year. Oh. Yeah. Did you go? I had my 11-year this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That means I have my 10-year this year. They are fun. I, I will. I will say that. They are pretty fun. Uh, I mean, there's people that I just don't care to, to talk with. And I think that's just because, yeah, I don't know, you both went your separate ways or you just... They're just not the type of person you'd have a beer with on a Friday night. You also have Facebook now, so you kind of know what everyone's yeah. been up to. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But there are some people that I'm like, oh, fuck that person. Like, I don't care to talk to them. That I did have good conversations with because people change, you know? I'm not going. You're not going to go to yours? Why? Why not? Because there's 30 of us and I see them all the time. Which is a great size. There's, I mean, there's 77 in mine. And I think maybe 35 of them showed up. Not all 30 are going to show up. Well, it was 47, but like, I don't, I keep tabs with most of them. Like the ones I care but about, I think that's why I you go. I think with. that's why you go because so you can catch up with the ones you haven't kept tabs with. I mean, sorry. Don't guys. you want to tell them you're on a podcast now? No, <laughs> I think no. That, that's 30 potential new listeners. Uh, if they have the class reunion at a golf course, I'm in. I was going to say, I'm out. I think that high school reunions should start in the morning on the golf course. That would be a blast, actually. Have some sort of event. Yeah. yeah. I, I Rent, was... Fucking, okay. Every, every, every class, even the, my class of 2011, still has a budget with the school mm-hmm. because we used to raise money and do all that kind of stuff. Like, there's still an account for the class of 2011 at the school. Use that money, rent the course out, rent a bunch of bags of clubs. Uh-huh. Give the, give them to people who don't have the clubs and like let's just go out, hop in a foursome and play eighteen holes before we start really getting after. Yeah, it. you yeah, have I mean, the because who's in charge of it? It's like class president supposed to plan this, right? Yeah, we just yeah. pick someone. Yeah, so I think we didn't have a class president. It's probably like student council or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll I'll uh, text the student council and be like, hey, you should have us all golf. Yeah, get him out to the Frazy nine holer. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll make the pairings. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if you That'll get paired be... with an absolute like your childhood bully or something? That would be a nightmare. Then I'll beat well, the it's a good shit opportunity to bully course. him back. Then, oh, that's assuming you've gotten bigger and stronger. I've kind nah. of I've kind of kept the same physical stature. <laughs> I was the childhood bully. Or he, I guess you did wrestle. Really? Yeah, yeah, and no one could say anything back because you just put him in a double leg. And I was I was not physically violent. I was I was just a bully. gentle giant. I was just a bully. Until like junior, senior, then I spent the rest of the, the time trying to not be a dick. Yeah. I was probably a little bit of a bully too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, let's take a break because we're all a bunch of bullies. We need to reflect on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll come right back. But we've changed. Yeah. I've ch- I think, I mean, I was trying to bully Matt into his unbelievable take earlier, but. No, he was Matt, right. I'm, I'm sorry. Matt's right. It's all good. 
Uh, right about what? You being an old grumpy man too. Uh oh, Bully Ryan's coming That's back out. That's false. You are. That is so. You're, can, you're can, can we not take a break? I feel like Ryan's gonna give me a swirly. I'm nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His door doesn't lock in here. He's gonna <laughs> shove you in one of the lockers in the warehouse. That actually would be a good idea. Did you guys ever get? Do you ever give a swirly? No. No. Did people even do that? No, that was, was that like the like a, 90s. I think all bullying happens online these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we still get bullied online. Ryan equals lame. True. But you know what? I <laughs> yeah. I love Ryan equals old. I love getting in the mud with people. Who I are know like, you do. Yesterday, anytime anyone's in an argument from the breakfast ball account, just assume you're arguing with Ryan. <laughs> because for number one, I am sticking. I'm sticking up for us as a core group of the breakfast ball and double bogey show. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anyone come and try and like steal the thunder of a clip that we put out that we think is a good clip, and they're just dogging on it like. Fuck you. I let the audience take care of them. Yeah, but if you can start it off on a good note, the audience will come. They'll follow right with you. They rally. Yeah. And we have, I feel like we have a pretty good group of people uh, following our page that are willing to do that. Yeah, but also you don't have to get in the mud for us. It's fine. Um, Think about it during this break. Uh, Football's over. Sad. I waxed Matt in an MMA match out in the hallway. Oh, good. Matt, you look fine. I don't have any of my teeth. You can't really see. I wish I could have bet on your guys' fight on DraftKings, but unfortunately, that is the one thing. Um, off off the book fights is still not on DraftKings Sportsbook, unfortunately, but uh, just about everything else is. Uh, they need to, They do need to have amateur MMA fights, like casino MMA fights that are you can bet on. Yeah, re- regional bet- betting sportsbooks. That would be... That would be so much fun. I would lose so much money because I have no knowledge of any of these fighters. No. You basically just you give them the eye test. You guess. Say, God, that guy looks like a savage. I always I'm pick the guy him. with just the most fights, period. I don't care about losses. Yeah. Because experience wins in those. Uh, it depends on what level you're talking. If we're talking about small casino fights, but experience a, wins. But there's a reason that they're still in small casino fights yeah, they're with that the many fights. End of their career, they went up, didn't tried it out, didn't work in the big leagues, so they came back to their roots. Well, it's uh, okay. I agree with that, Tyler. I would more so say it's like uh, it's like donating plasma for guys like us. Like they're just <laughs> get, hopping in the ring for a quick, you know, two hundred bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, be able to make that car payment or put some groceries on the table or whatever. Yeah, so entertainment if, money. So if you're looking for something to bet on now that football is over, it's not casino MMA fights, but it is everything else. It's golf. It's basketball. Matt is uh, already starting to study college basketball to get ready for March Madness. Matt's already got a Ravens next year. Ravens at plus hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> probably something like that. So you should do that. Put that down. It's great 100%. odds. Yeah. Uh, what would you win if you put five bucks on that? I'm terrible at math. Uh, you'd, win 70, you'd win seventy. You'd win seventy five thousand dollars. That'd be fucking or, sweet. Five bucks. Sorry, hundred bucks wins you one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. And how many do times dollar, is five? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, but you can bet on basketball. You can bet on golf. You can bet on MMA. You can bet on soccer. You can bet on every single sport, even though football is over. Um, Not sure if you can bet on the USFL yet because uh, DraftKings is an official partner of the NFL, but go check it out um, and play some bets. And if you can't have the sports book in your location, use the fantasy app. Um, I put together a fantasy golf team for the uh, waste management open. Got my ass absolutely kicked, but it was still fun. Nonetheless, um, Ryan, what do people need to do if they sign up for DraftKings? What is what's the warning here? Uh, 
Oh, Tyler, you're talking about the disclaimer? I am talking about the disclaimer. Must be 20 years older. New Jersey and Ann are Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 100Gambler. Do it. <sighs> okay. SGL. Super Su- League. Super League. Let's just repeat the last segment. We'll just talk about the same stuff. So there's this thing out there right now. It's called the Saudi <laughs> Golf League. Really, in case, you, in case you weren't listening the last forty minutes, in case you zoned out on your drive home from work. Um, no, what what's the segment? What are we doing, Ren? I forgot. Okay, already. so um, if we were to start our own Super League, mm. what would that look like? How many golfers? How many tournaments? What do the rules look like? And maybe some honorable mention golfers who you know we could possibly offer that bag to. All right, uh, John Daly. I have. He's the commissioner. I have. I don't want him to golf. I want him to be commish. I got twelve hundred bucks in my bank account. Tyler's got eight hundred. We'll give you two grand to head <laughs> the MWGL, the Midwest Golf League. Well, Ryan, you still have to buy that new truck, so I wouldn't go offering your full twelve hundred. Well, he's yet. got that twelve hundred from what he's going to sell his current truck for. Yeah, you just That's put. True. You just put zero down on the truck, and then you. Uh, no, here's what you do. You just write it off, and, then, and then the government pays for it. Is that's that how, how that works? That's how it works, we think. We're not sure. <laughs> Tax season's right around the corner at yeah. IRS. You listening? You write it off, and then essentially nobody pays for it. Yeah. Really? So you can just, almost get it for free. I think when you write it off, uh, the payments are just in the cloud. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah, they're being made with just in the cloud. Just so that, adds to the national debt somehow. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. another 20 the, grand to a trillion dollars? Yeah, exactly. It's nothing. It's literally pennies on the millions of dollars. It's trillions. No, I'm saying it's it's pennies on the millions of dollars. Like ratio-wise. Ratio-wise. Could Thank potentially you, pennies to the billions. That's correct, Tyler. Damn. I, I can't even fathom how much a trillion dollars. There isn't even that much money. We got to get out of this debt. We got to write. Can start. we just file for bankruptcy? We got to start. <laughs> as writing. a nation? We got to start writing shit off. We got to yeah. get some side hustles. As Why a is the U.S. government not just writing off its debt? We got to start amateur <laughs> MMAing in uh, casinos in Minnesota. <laughs> get our I'm politicians. putting the entire national debt on this fight from this fighter I've never seen before at this random casino. That's a lot of pressure for that fighter. Well, he's, okay. he's got the entire United States to support on his shoulders, so he's going to fight with some purpose. Here's the thing. We're talking MMA, amateur MMA at casinos. Mm-hmm. Those aren't going anywhere because there needs to be a feeder system into the Ultimate Fighter and Dana White Contender Series, Bellator, uh, One Championship, all these other leagues. Why can there not be an amateur golf league in the Midwest? There is. What's it called? The Corn Fairy Tour comes from the Midwest. Now the Corn Fairy Tour is like that's like the the AAA of the MLB. Yeah, and it goes through the Midwest. I know, but there's nothing lower than the Corn Fairy Tour. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you qualify for it, so it's not AAA. It's, How do you qualify for it? You just you you go to like Waterbury Open type shit. You know, like from Happy Gilmore, you qualify to get on the tour by winning random tournaments. Like, but that. there needs there needs to be not just tournaments. There needs to be leagues. So you just want like to like that two, the Corn Ferry Tour is like a league. Tuesday night Rose Creek League. The winner, winner also winner of your your beer league. Also, why is there not a foursome? We've talked about there needs to be a scramble format why is there professionally. Not a, why is there not a foursome scramble league anywhere in the United States or Saudi Arabia? So that's where we start our league, right? There's tiers to it. 
So this league we're starting, by the way, Tyler, is a foursome scramble. No, there's tiers. Okay. There's individuals. <laughs> it's like the Olympics. There's multiple events. Okay. Uh, you have your individual stroke score. You have your two-person scramble. You have your four-person scramble. You can have mixed doubles. It's like tennis. We're basically making tennis into golf. Yep. There's all kinds of different formats for this. And by the way, we're undefeated as the breakfast ball crew against other twosomes. Yeah, no one's ever beaten us. and they We're never also will. undefeated as foursome scramblers, correct? Mm. As a unit. What do you think makes you guys such a good scramble duo? It's cohesion. If you've yeah. listened to episode one of this podcast compared to episode 72, is that 73. Correct? 73 Shit. today. The cohesion is off the charts here. I know what Tyler's going to say next. What am I going to say no, next, Ryan? Go on and I'll, I'll confirm. What tournament did we lose or win? We've Crazy. Only, we also won the old man Ironman, didn't we? Correct. No, we got second. Uh, we, uh, we won the golf, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We were only like two under. <laughs> and we won a four-person scramble tournament at two under. Oh, well, it's nine holes. True. So, but still. We'd have been four under through 18. I, see, I knew you were going to say that. It's crazy what the... Anyway. We finish each other's... Sentences. Sandwiches. Is that an office quote? No, that's from okay. Frozen. Frozen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, so if we were to start our own league for people like us, what would that look like for you? Okay, so the league is year-round, right? But it goes in seasons. Because I don't want to have to have people skip through and watch, decide if they're going to watch singles, if they're going to watch doubles, if they're going to watch scrambles. It's a three-season all year long. So you play... First season in the year is singles. Everybody's playing singles. Then the next is two-person scramble. And then the season ends with four-person scrambles. So there's three champions crowned every single year. Okay. Um, also. So what if you win the singles and the four-person? You're the man. Then who? how do you move on? Who, who moves on? The team uh, or you? It's a recruitment-based thing. Okay. Uh, if you play good enough, you're going to get recruited to move up. Yeah, but the cohesion with your new four-person team is not going to be as great. Is it the bag worth it or not? You can stay. I guess it's kind of like the MLB. Mm-hmm. Single A to triple A, single A to double A, triple A. You're never with the same team. Yeah, you get bounced around and then the true stars will shine. There needs to be a minor league system for golf. There is. Ryan, that's no, the in, Corn Ferry Tour. In tiers, like single A. No, there's, 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 one. there's rookie ball. There's low A ball. There's A ball, double A, and triple A ball. Yeah, that's the Corn Fairy Tour is just all of those. Oh, it is. Okay, so the Corn Fairy Tour encapsulates all of those. Yes. It's not just one one league with 40 guys in it. It's got a shit ton of guys in it. And if you win the Corn Fairy Tour, you get a spot on the PGA Tour. Okay. Okay. And some players, I think you can move up without winning it too. But Okay. Your pro card? Yeah, you are guaranteed one if you win it. All right, so a couple of rules I have for this league. I'm going, uh, we'll go the singles league. Okay. One breakfast ball per nine. Per nine. We've been hammering this home with you guys mm-hmm. for a long time. If you get a, a hole in one on your breakfast ball, it counts. Yes, it does. In our league. Officially, it counts. So there's no argument to this take because this is our own made up. So, league. homie that wrote that article can eat shit because we'll put it into official golf rule in our league. Yes, correct. Um, Bev carts are on the course. Yes. Uh, not only are Bev carts available, they are encouraged to the Big players. Time. There will be concession stands and beverage stands for the fans, but there will be Bev carts specifically for the players and their caddies. Let's just go all the way and make it mandatory. 
Well, I don't want to force anybody into drinking. <laughs> well, if they're not drinking, are they really in the right league? Yeah, I mean, it's totally fine. It's mixing water every once in a while, Matt. It's okay. Maybe I they're suppose. just maybe they're just a good time. Yeah, you know, could be. Maybe they're on other substances. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we don't know. We don't know. The More. Bev cart will have it though. Uh, no drug testing. None. <laughs> 300 PEDs also encouraged. Let's see what the human body can actually yeah. do. 400 yard bombs are like elite status. Every par four drivable. Yes. So then we're, we get really low scores for the types mm-hmm. of golfers we have in our league. Yes. Uh, shorts are allowed. Always. You can wear shorts. I don't know. I don't think shorts are allowed in the PGA. Um, I don't think so either. Um, also, I think hoodies just got allowed a couple years ago, last year maybe. Because the, the hood, the hood was like the hood is portrayed to be something of like uh, you're kind of a slob. So I don't believe hoods were allowed. Again, don't quote me on that, but I believe so. <laughs> About backwards hats. Backwards hat. You, you can you can dress code is dress code is basically a collared shirt. Pants, shorts, whatever you want. You can wear a fucking hard hat for all I care. You can wear anything on your head. Absolutely go for it. Wear, wear whatever you want. I don't... Golf League, no dress code. I'm going to show up with one of the hats with the propeller on it. Fine. Love it. Personal branding. <laughs> what movie? What? Who wears one of those? I don't know. It's just like little kids in TV shows. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I love that. Um, And then the commissioner. Yeah, John. John Daly's vice president. Adam Sandler is president. <laughs> Where's Bob Barker? Is he secretary of... He's a treasurer. Okay. Because he deals with all the money and costs gotcha, and all that kind gotcha. of stuff. Yeah. Price is right. The price is wrong, The Bob. price is wrong, Bobby. It's bitch, but... Well, we can't swear on this podcast. Oh, so. yeah. Sorry. Um, What else? What else do you got? Uh, now we got to recruit players. Who's our superstar? Matt's met, made the comment that every league needs a superstar. Who is our superstar? Hmm. Who's someone you could realistically recruit? Well, I got two right Grandpa Dave. (laughs) Grandpa Dave. Grandpa Dave can be the marshal. There you go. Yes. He'll drive around in the cart and just try to bullshit with everybody instead of trying to make sure pace is being kept. Yeah, because that man can't go to a golf course and not know anyone. No. He'll he'll know somebody. He'll know Tom Hoagie. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll recruit Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie. Is Tom our superstar yet, though? He's budding, budding superstar. I mean, number two in the FedEx Cup standings right now. Yeah. So I think he is our our budding superstar, our potential take the torch. Uh, but we need someone that is the the true superstar of it all that we can recruit and that will not turn down our league like they did the SGL. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin also needs to be on staff. He's too old. He could play. No, he can't. Yes, he can. He could barely golf in real life. Uh, I. I the Waterbury, I, I think if you just took took that atmosphere mm-hmm. and incorporated it into our new Super League, I think that would work. The Waterbury Open, that's the very first tournament. Also, what course was Happy Gilmore played on? I've, that's something I've never looked up. Like a trivia? I have no fucking clue. Can you look that yeah, up, Matt? What course, yeah, what course was Happy Gilmore played on? Uh, probably Waterbury. Is but is that is that a Mo, most scenes taking place at golf course were filmed at Pitt Meadows at Swanset Bay Resort and Country Club. Where's that at? It's a good question. I'll Google it. Nine at nine. <laughs> um, superstar, superstar, superstar. JT. Yeah, but it's for the boys. Uh, He's he a is, superstar. He is for the boys. Top ten in the world. Yep. 
British Columbia. Damn it. Canada? Looks like it. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that seems fine. I mean, I like Canadians. Um, I can get on board with Justin Thomas. He's kind of my boy. Do we want someone that's currently not in the league? Shooter McGavin. Shooter never was in the league. He's a fictional character. <laughs> he sort of does not exist. But think about it. After Shooter McGavin... His name is Chris McDonald. After Shooter McGavin did Happy Gilmore and then tried to do another movie, he just couldn't. Do you know he was the dad and bros of Simi Valley? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did. The real bros of Simi. Good times. Anyway, superstar. <laughs> JT, maybe. I mean, maybe. I think John Daly, John and his son, young John Ooh, Daly. Yeah, little young, jo- young John JD. Daly. So basically the route we're going now is to just recruit guys before they can get into the PGA mm-hmm. and get them a part of... Charlie Woods. Yeah, do you think we can get into Charlie's we, ear? We play him 2v1 for a contract. Yeah. We win, he plays in our league, he loses, he can do whatever he wants. And he with his life. <laughs> it's like It's like Space Jam when Michael Jordan is playing for his contract and not be stuck on Moron Mountain. We'll offer him plasma money. You and I will both donate plasma twice a week, 70 bucks time a week for times the next two. four years, 140 bucks a week. Imagine what that 12 year old kid could do with 140 bucks a week. It's a lot of V bucks for Fortnite. Hell yeah. That is, that is, I mean, fuck, he could buy a new wedge every week if he wanted to or save up for a few months and he could buy a new driver. So uh, I know he's a pressure performer. Are you guys pressure performers like that? Yeah. We've never lost. We've never lost. Anything. You've never played Charlie Woods. So you played Charlie Barron's. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> enough of that. We would win. Charlie is Charlie. <laughs> yeah, we would win. Ryan and I don't lose in a competitive setting. No. Together, uh, apart when we're just playing normally, we're not good. Because people think we suck, and we want them to think that, especially in these scramble situations. Camera's on, it's fucking game over. But in a scramble situation, we have two shots. We perform a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute. You guys are like each other's security blankets. A little bit. Uh, like a like a weighted blanket. Yep. We're like forty pound weighted blankets for each other. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet, guys. Yeah, it's a bummer. You'll get I mean, there one day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you'll, we'll have, have, you'll have your security blanket eventually. One day you'll be on this side of the glass, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work towards it. There's a lot of like the the energy is going back and forth on this side of the glasses. And I'm just watching. It's like I'm at an aquarium right now. <sighs> I know. Can you see the energies? Yeah, and it's. Sucks. Are you a medium? No. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm a large. I gotta get my crystals out and clear this shit up. <laughs> Um, anything else you got? No. I think, and this takes place at... Caddy girls, required caddies. Yep. Yep. They we'll are, hire the whole entire caddy girl group. The official caddy of the MWGL. I think a four-person scramble league would be fucking sweet. And not just, like, beer league on Tuesdays. I'm talking, like, actual competitive mm-hmm. four-man scramble league. They, they can also still have beer. And it's not, like... F- Crazy turkey days, trot, whatever. Where it's just uh, an impromptu scramble we threw together. This is like, this is like two to four times a month at different courses where you travel around with your team and you're playing other four man scrambles for a spot in the championship. Yep. To it, move on to the PGA Tour. Also, here's an amendment I'm making that I, I, I'm proposing that I genuinely think will help golf. Less days. Not four. I don't Shorter want, tournaments. I don't want four days. But it gives other guys a chance to claw their way back. Yeah, everybody can, though. You get you Bring it down to three days. Four days is too long. What if long. you just did four days, nine holes, or 12 holes, like we've talked mm. about? Four 12-hole matches. I, just, I still think four days is just too long to keep up with. And this, Tyler... Name any other sporting event that takes four days. The Olympics, but... 
I see what you're saying. But those They're, are that that individual is, events. That's true. Like if you were to condense them all down to it, you could do each event in a day. Yeah, that's very true. I had something on the four-man scramble format. Oh, uh, it's it, bracket style. Ooh, I love that. Match Six, play tournament. 64 teams match play. Bracket style. I, I dig that. I'm, you, I'm an absolute simp for brackets. I love bracket Me too. stuff. Me too. Matt knows this. Oh, yeah. Bracketology. Lo- uh, mm-hmm. And it's double E-limb. True double limb? So, uh, so if you lose yes. once, you can still be the champ? Yep, you can still work your way back, but you have to beat them at the twice at the end. Mm. <laughs> yep. No dress code, just collared shirt. That is Bev a dress carts. code. This got to be a... Pr- <laughs> uh, light dress code, collared now, shirts. I say no dress code. You can uh, wear a t-shirt oh, if you want. Also, merch, team merch is... I, oh, I'm not talking like Tuesday night softball merch, where it's like <laughs> a fucking... Someone splattered a can of paint yeah, on you. Yeah, the outrageous neon colors. Yeah. But I do want a jersey. I want jer- I want collared jerseys. I dig that. I changed my mind. Uh, dress code is in, intact, but it is just team jerseys. Yes. You can have collars. You can have fucking basketball jerseys. I don't care. Bevcart on every other hole. Every Bevcart at these tournaments, two for ones. Two for ones. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dogs at the turn. Yep. Um, we have Kobayashi is also on staff. Yep, cooking up dogs mm-hmm. in that wiener water soup. Mm-hmm. Do we know he's good at cooking dogs? Um, got to be sure he is. Because <laughs> if he, that he has a practice, no, it's a fact he is. One breakfast ball per nine per That's guy per team per team. Okay, that's per team. Yeah, because eight would be a lot. And it the whole season is a sixty-four team bracket. Oh, it's the season. I like that. I was gonna say sixty-four is is a lot. And every single week is at a different course. So no one can get like, no one can get the ins and outs of mm. the Waterbury Open, you know? I dig it. How do we determine seating for the tournament? Uh, handicap. Okay. Go based off handicap. Uh, collective handicap throughout the team. Yeah, I think that's the easiest they way to average it, it out. Yeah. If you don't know your handicap, just say 25. Well, everyone is probably going to be a zero. What do you mean? I mean, everyone on this team is going to be a zero. Our, our team? No, like this tournament. Like if we're getting professional golfers, they don't have handicaps. Well, oh. then how about every team has to have one just like average Joe on the team just to mm. balance it out? Yeah, that's too loose. Like, how do you determine average Joe? Is it us? Is it random? It's 15, hand- 15 plus handicaps. Okay. You got to use one of their shots per hole. Yeah. I think and that, we, and we play from element. whites. Okay. So basically, we just turned a professional league into a regular Saturday <laughs> scramble. No, all we did was take the regular uh, scramble and put it into a 64 team bracket. Yep. With, and gave him a breakfast jer- ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With jerseys. Yeah. Uh, that's, all, that's all we've been asking for from the beginning. This sounds sweet. If I had a four man scramble to look forward to every week, that would be awesome. I'd be pretty pumped. It'd be, I think team loyalty is sick too, though. Yeah, big time. Like, you need to have a team in big every time. sport. Yeah. Because it takes less, it takes pressure off of everyone else. You know, Matt doesn't have a team anymore. Football, anyway. Mm-mm. Sad. What do you mean? He doesn't have a team. I don't really have team loyalty to really? anyone. Yeah, kind that's of okay. Fucked up. Makes other games fun to watch. Too, yeah, you know? I think so too. And you don't get too stressed out over things. Other games are more fun when you, like, even if you have a team. Okay, but what happens when you're miserable Monday through Thursday when your team sucks? Yeah, then you have a real problem. You should still have a team to root for. Yeah. I, I root for whoever I got money on. Baltimore yeah. Ravens this year. Like Browns fans. Yeah. 
They're just in the dumps at all times. Pretty much. Drinking bleach and shit. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that's our league. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. We'll, we have, we'll have more information on that. Uh, payouts, 30 mil. No, maybe like 300 bucks. Uh, whatever we can afford from our BioLife money. Yeah, 140 bucks a week. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to close the podcast out. Um, episode 73. In the books. In the books, baby. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, guys. We'll Journey be back. to episode 420. Yeah. <laughs> then we're done. Then we're, <laughs> then we're for sure done. We got a couple of years to go, though. Yeah. Um, guys, we'll be, back, we'll be back next week, episode 74. Really appreciate you guys listening. Hey, if you like the podcast, go rate, go review, go subscribe, go do all that kind of stuff. Helps us grow. Um, gets us uh, gets us up there in the podcast charts and uh, really keeps pushing the page. So before you know it, spring will be here. We'll be back on the golf course, mm-hmm. bringing more content that we already have. But the podcast has been great. You guys have been awesome. Thanks for getting into the, mu- into the mud with Ryan, the t-shirt guy on those fucking golf trolls. Uh, everybody troll Ryan now in the comments. You like getting in the mud. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, but not with our lo- not with loyal fans. Well, maybe they're fucking with you anyway. You don't know that. I just do what you want. Just listen. Listen to Tyler. See ya. Bye, guys. Love you. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.